Today is something that we do annually. It's something we call Team Sunday. And uh, in it, we want to honor our volunteers. And um, in fact, you're even going to see me wash some feet. It may be your feet. So, uh, so get your head around that. Think about that, because I'm going to be inviting a couple of you up in a minute, and we'll be washing feet. So uh, I hope you're going to be ready for that. Team Sunday, it's really about acknowledging our... Uh, unsung heroes. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How many of you, you can tell I've been sick and watching a lot of the History Channel while I've been sick. How many of you have ever heard of Isambard Kingdom Brunei? Oh, you see a lot, a lot of people. He was a great Victorian engineer and built ships and trains and bridges and, you know, Clifton Suspension Bridge and all sorts of stuff. And he was, he was a brilliant, brilliant engineer, as you know. He was also a great publicist. He, he, he liked the accolade. He was a, an extreme workaholic, but he loved, he loved the accolade. So he was always looking for the next big thing. And, and the things he kind of loved was when people said it's impossible, and then that really seemed to get his attention. He would work towards that. Thank you, Richard. I'm sorry for calling you boy. <laughs> Although it seemed to go quite well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Great stuff. Have you, what have you put in this? <laughs> Not sure about that, no. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. Let me ask you another question. How many of you have heard of Joseph Bazalget? Anybody? Yes, a couple over there. Joseph Bazalgette. Boy, the difference is stunning. The difference is stunning. Joseph Bazalgette, contemporary of Isambard Kingdom Brunel, he, he was actually a uh, chief, he was the chief engineer of the Metropolitan Water Board in London. And uh, he was the one who was asked to design and overhaul the sewers of London after the Great Stink. That's what it became called in 1858 when there was such a hot summer that the whole city began to reek. And there was such an outcry and there was outbreaks of cholera and it was absolute hell. And dear Joseph William Bazalgate was, was the one who ended up dealing with it. His boss had a nervous breakdown within four weeks of having, it was a big outcry in Parliament and his boss, you know, stepped up to do the job, and uh, he had a breakdown, and Bazalgat, he, he had to take over, and he literally put his life at risk. Uh, he worked horrendous hours, just like uh, Isambard Kingdom Brunel, but he was not a self-publicist. He just got the job done, and it was a very, very difficult and challenging one, but in, in an extraordinary Effort, you know, navigating all the, the city and what have you, and the underground, you know, and building the embankment. The embankment was something he built in order to take this sewer stuff away. You know, he uh, really saved the city. And as, as we've all heard, I think, these Victorian sewers are still in, work, in use today. He did such an extraordinary job of it that they are, okay, hard-pressed, but they are still in use today. But nobody's ever heard of him an unsung hero. Well, you know, in the church, the church is full of unsung heroes. This Friday, we, were, we had the great privilege of celebrating Fred Hayward's life. Many of us were there, and 
Linda Hall came and did a word, and Rich did an absolutely outstanding job at the, the cemetery and led the service. Fred and Audrey, I don't know if Audrey's in the house, but Fred and Audrey have been part of our, our family here for many years. In their 80s, they are people who serve. Uh, without looking for the position, without looking for the accolades, without looking for recognition. And they served in the bookstall, and they served uh, in, in, in home groups, and, and they just served. And uh, it's such a privilege to celebrate them. But most of us serve without getting any kind of an accolade. And do you know what? That's the way it is. You know, I, I, I'm personally, uh, I, I, I hope that you know that I am somebody who likes to say thank you. I, I do like to thank the parking team when I come in. You know, the parking team, they get a very, very, they get a lot of grief. But the parking team, you know, there's bank managers there, there's city brokers, there's headmasters. You think they're just, what, I don't know what you think. I don't, quite frankly, I really don't know what some people think because people are so rude to them sometimes. But you better not need a loan and need to go to the bank because you may be looking across the desk at the bloke that you, you slagged off last Sunday, you know, so watch your P's and Q's, please. It's, well, some of us are not very Christian until we walk through that door. We really need to be a little bit more gracious. Seriously, folks, I, I, I don't want to tick you off, but I need to tick you off because some people a bit recently have just not been very nice. Anyway, that's another story. You know, these guys are heroes of the faith. You know, Mark, I want to say thank you to Mark who kind of jumped in and saved me the last couple of weeks. It could have been Richard, but Richard's totally snowed under with a whole host of stuff we're working on at the moment. But Mark stepped in and just finished off this uh, Prisoner's Hope thing and did an outstanding job. Give Mark a little clap here. And I've, I absolutely loved it. I, I, love, I love the way Mark teaches. It, it, it feeds my soul. It may not, may not be everybody's cup of tea. They, they may prefer me, but... Um, <laughs> you know what I'm like. I can't resist it. I can't help it, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, but it was great stuff. But one of the things that struck me as I'm thinking about this weekend was that Mark said in that... Hebrews 11, there's a, a list of heroes of faith, and he said that there were 17 people mentioned as heroes of the faith. And I thought, oh, gosh, I, I actually went back and counted them. And yeah, there was the 17. People mentioned and commended for their faith. But what I really noticed was in Hebrews 11, chapter 35, I'm going to read it. It's not going to go up on the screen because it's, uh, um, it's just part of the, the, the you know, the pre-something or other, preamble to this. 11.30.35 says this, and there were others. There were others. So we've had 17 people mentioned and commended for their faith. It says there were others, the others, the others. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were saved. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. And I love this expression. The world was not worthy of them. The others. Your spiritual forebears. Your ancestors in the Lord who were not looking to make a name for themselves, 
who were not looking to get into the book, but they were doing it. They were dancing. They were singing. They were focusing on another audience, an audience of one, God himself. That's why they did what they did. That's what they endured what they endured, because they were doing it for an audience of one. And I just want to say thank you, because this church would not run were it not for so many of you and not just, you know, um, folk who are doing one ministry, but some, some of you are multitasking, involved in many ministries. You know, the stuff that gets done. I mean, Tara there, what she gets up to, just wouldn't know. Doing it for an audience of one. Not for the accolade or the appreciation of others. But so many of you are like that. Heroes of the faith the others who are doing it for the audience of the one. So we want you know, we, we, we to take care of you. We want to say we know the sacrifices we make. And so I just want to show this little movie now, which I've done every year, actually, because it just sums up what we want to say. Let's give everyone a clap. I'm going to skip the next reading, Joe. Thank you. Uh, so we want to thank God for our volunteers because we couldn't do church without you being the church. Church is not just about what happens up here. You know, what we do up here is simply a coming together. It's a moment when we come together to worship the God who loves us and whom we love. But church is what happens, real church happens the rest of the time, and that's you. So I want to just say now, um, this is where I get into trouble, probably, but uh, please uh, don't be shy. Uh, I'm not going to get you come to the front, but if you are uh, part of our parking team, would you stand up? Let's just see you stand up. Don't, we'll clap at the end, so stand up. Oh, there we go. You see, there we go. Great. And uh, our welcome team, please stand up. Our refreshments team, please stand up. Our ushers, our offering teams, our communion teams. If you're part of our children and youth teams, please stand up. If you're part of our feed ministry, please stand up. If you're part of our AV and worship teams, please stand up. If you're part of our pastoral support, our willing cooks, our make lunch, our bookstall, our warehouse. Felicity, what have I forgotten? If, if you serve in some other capacity, prayer ministry, thank you, our, our prayer network. If you serve in some other capacity and I haven't mentioned you, please forgive me. The ministry team, please stand up. Uh, what haven't I mentioned? Call out. Connect group leaders. Connect group leaders. Oh, how could I forget that? Thank you. What else? Alpha. Alpha teams. Absolutely crucial. Thank you for that. Preaching teams. There's a number of you that have helped with the preaching and teaching. What else? Kids. Kids? Oh, kit. Yes, kit ministry. You please stand up. Okay, now I need a few people to help me give out some of our fantastic, valuable medals, which cost an absolute fortune. So can, please stay standing up there on the balcony. We need some people to run up there. And uh, let's just uh, give those, give everyone a big round of applause. We're gonna get some of these. Thanks. Thanks. Can somebody go upstairs? Oh, thank you, Ian. Bless you. 
I don't know, we, uh, we need to give these out. If there's anybody that's not here that you know of, please come uh, and ask for another medal. Some of you got quite a collection of these. Who's got more than one of these? Thank you, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, yeah. That's it, let's, uh, I tell you what, uh, would you do me a favor? There's still a few people standing. Can you give me a few more of those? I'll, I'll give you some more, uh, Emma. Thank you. Just get them. Right. You guys are all our unsung heroes. <laughs> Oops. Something went wrong there. Bless your heart. Thank you. There we are. Is there more? You need more? How are we doing up there on the balcony? Oh, good. We've got two folk, two bunches up there. That's great. There's somebody over there. Uh, could somebody toss? Oh, no, we've got some more up there. Listen, guys, uh, it's part of the response of it. It's part of the glory of the Vineyard Church. There are so many people. Have come. Look at you all with all your badges. <laughs> Please wear them. Even if it's just for this morning. Thank you, Sally Ann. Please put them on. Don't be shy. There you go. You know, the, one of the founding verses of this church is Ephesians 4:11 and 12. You know, God has equipped the church, has given the church pastors, leaders, apostles, and all the rest of it to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And that's what we're seeing here. You guys are, are fantastic. Now, how about there? We've got a little clump there which needs some more. Good. Thank you. There's some more down there, that's right. Excuse me, I'm breathless. <coughs> okay, while that's happening then, I'm just going to turn now to uh, John chapter 13. Oh, I've actually had to do the foot washing now. I'm, gonna have to, I'm thinking on my feet this morning. So, I can't wash everyone's feet. But who would be willing... And don't do it if you've had it, if I've done it to you before, but if there's one of our, a couple of our volunteers who would now be willing to let me wash your feet, maybe, uh, maybe I can have Richard come and help me with this if he's around. But uh, who would be willing to let me wash your feet? You guys. Come on, don't let me stand out here in the breeze. Come on. Danny, bless your heart. Give Danny a big round of applause. Come on up here, just stand there for a minute. And who else? Who else have we got that we can, I can wash their feet? Oh yeah, Tracy, you come down here. Come on, gal. Give her a big round of applause. Great. Um, uh, you've got a bad knee. Mark, will you come up here and help me? So. Uh, we're just going to wash representatively two people's feet. Tracy, come up here, girl. There you go. Danny, would you like to sit there? And Tracy, you sit there. And I think we've got some, some water behind that amp. I'll do Tracy's. So you can, take, you can take your shoes off. No socks. You came prepared. Well done. <laughs> Did you know prophetically that this was going to happen this morning? Yeah, there you go. This guy's a really spiritual guy. Oh, and you painted your toenails. Isn't that good, Tracy? 
Honestly, this wasn't a setup. You thought, yeah, I painted my toenails, so I will be able to offer. Bless your heart. Okay, we're going to run a little CD while we do this. This is actually, let me just pray. You may wonder if you're new to this why we're washing feet. Actually, it was something that Jesus did. And Jesus, on the night before he was betrayed, he knelt down and he washed the disciples' feet, and they were staggered. But he was making a point. And the point he was making was that actually spiritual leaders are not called to rule over, but called to serve. And the servants in those days washed the visitors, the guests' feet. It was part of the culture. So Jesus gobsmacked them all by taking off his outer garments. So he was stripped like a slave. And then he took a towel, placed it over his arm, and he washed their feet. This is what spiritual leadership is. It's doing what the servant king does. He serves us. Bless you, Danny. Bless you guys. Give these guys a big round of applause. Bless you, Tracy. Thank you, Mark. So these guys are representative of, well, the whole body. But if there was time, we would, on this day, we'd have loved to have washed all of your feet, all those who serve, just to acknowledge, you know, the love and the reason why you serve. As I say, doing it for this audience of one, just like Fred and Audrey. Nobody ever really, all apart from their close friends, you know, they, they've served in this church and uh, just done such a wonderful, inspiring job of it. So Jesus, after he had washed their feet, he said to them, John 13, and I'll just read this to you. I just need to pray again. I just felt such a strong sense of God's presence. Lord, I just want to say thank you. I hope this has blessed you. This reminder of why we serve, it's to honor you. And, and the goal that we seek is your pleasure, relationship with you, and maybe one day we'll hear your voice, well done, good and faithful servant. If we're faithful in all that we do, Lord, we want to be those, the unseen heroes that serve, Lord God and build your kingdom with no thought for ourselves, but only to serve the one who loves us. So thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Amen. And then Jesus said this, John 13, verse 12. I think we'll have it up on the screen. And when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. 
Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Make every effort to bless the body. Make every effort to keep the bond of peace. Let us serve one another because as we serve one another, we will be so radically counterculture that the world will sit up and take notice. The world will sit up and take notice. And everyone said, Amen. I'm going to pray again, but let's have the band back up. Thank you, Samuel. Why don't we just stand? Father, we know that as a large church, and by your grace, that's what we've become, it is easy to be anonymous. It is easy to just come and go. But we pray, Lord God, that you will have encouraged us and challenged us this morning to uh, keep on serving, but also, Lord God, that you will have challenged us, if we're not serving yet, to embrace that part of our walk with you, that discipleship. And we pray now, Lord God, your blessing upon every one of these, these dear folk, our parking crews right through to our Alpha teams and all points in between. So bless them, bless us, and be blessed, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, sir.